Welcome to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. We are here giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. We are here on Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m. And then Wednesdays at 9 a.m., that's our special edition of Tell Me Your Story. We stream live at those times at richarddugan.com. We podcast at SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and a whole bunch of others that I just don't have time to mention. And we're on YouTube. That's right. You can watch these interviews. You can see our guests. And we will also be linked to our guests' website, which I'll be giving you shortly. We, uh, we also ask uh, that you uh, click on notify at the very least so that when a new conversation is put up on the channel, you will know about it and you'll be able to go and listen. And we hope that you will. We also ask that if you can uh, support the work that we are doing, we would greatly appreciate that. We have a PayPal account. It's there for your security as well as ours. And we also ask that you participate in the decade of perfect vision, the 2020s, where we ask you to spend time going within into that quiet, calm, still, peaceful place and listening to that still, small voice and getting that inspiration and that encouragement, uh, that insight, even education, if you will, uh, and uh, sometimes it's just calming words just to say, hey, it's okay. I remember following my uh, my late sister's passing a year ago. That's what I heard from her. I heard her voice and it just said, hey, Richard, it's okay. Everything's good. Everything's okay. And uh, I wasn't worried anyway, but it was nice to hear. I, I appreciated the, the sentiments. So I hope that uh, you folks uh, also do the same. Today's guest is with us uh, to share her abundance, if you will. She's an abundance uh, uh, mentor. Uh, she also combines energy and business, connecting spiritual and material as one. Uh, she helps people relearn how to embody abundance and freedom and for the past seven years, our guest, Tatiana Flo, Tatiana Flo has con committed herself uh, to helping individuals bridge the chasm. And it, it really is, folks, a chasm between the head and the heart. They say it is the longest 12 inches in the universe mm -hmm. uh, between spirit and material realms. Uh, we are so happy to have her with us. And Tatiana, Tatiana, thank you so much for being with us here on the program today. Thank you so much, Richard. Uh, I appreciate for having me today. It's my honor. The issue of abundance, um, and there are a lot of different words that people use in addition to abundance. Uh, you know, they'll they'll also use the word prosperity. Mm -hmm. And um, I I will... I will, um, at times when things happen that I perceive as just that, I just say, hey, thank you, universe, the abundance. Thank you, universe, for the prosperity. And you know what? It doesn't have to be much. And it isn't always, you know, coins in the purse. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's a kind word or a smile from someone. Or I, I get this fairly regularly. Uh, hey, nice hat. I sometimes <laughs> wonder how nice a hat it would be if I wasn't wearing it. But, hey, what are you going to do? I, I thank you very much for the compliment. Just, just the same. Um, let's talk a little bit about your definition of abundance versus the world's definition. Well, um, the world's definition of abundance contains of many opinions, right? And I'm happy to exp express mine. It's a great question, Richard. And uh, I believe abundance, in first of all, it's an internal uh, state of freedom, internal state of uh, abundance and prosperity in love, in health, in uh, th that radiates into external world as a great relationship with others, your health, financial prosperity, uh, ability to enjoy every moment of your life, abundance in 
air you breathe, abundance in sunlight you get, and um, just being grateful for life we have because it's the most precious gift. So when I talk about uh, bringing spiritual abundance into material world, that's what I mean. First of all, gaining that state of being full of freedom to be yourself, your authentic self, and with a deep joy and gratitude for love. And that state, uh, as a consequence, brings everything um, into your life, what you wish for, truly. Uh, And in the amount, truly need. Not everyone wants to be a billionaire or needs to be a billionaire because with uh, lots of money comes lots lots of responsibility. It's just uh, a fact, right? You then you need to manage money and so on and so forth. Not everyone wants to be single or not everyone wants to be married in a specific period of time. And it's okay to be single at one point or want to be single at one point. Everyone says that, or everyone pushes you to be uh, with a family when you're adult, with kids. But I I believe that not everyone uh, needs to be in that place. You know, um, I don't know. At, at some points you want to be there. At some points you don't. And that's okay. And uh, the most important thing is to listen to what you want, not what the society wants from you separate that and follow exactly that follow your heart your intuition in the moment it's okay uh to want different things throughout uh different stages of your life just be true to yourself one of the things that i've experienced and you've you've touched upon this in terms of intuition is that sometimes your intuition is going to counter your your intellect, your your ego mind. I had that happen with a financial decision that I had to make some years ago. And I'm going, no, 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 no. That's again, that's going totally the opposite direction of the plan I have. Mm-hmm. And the person the and the and the prompting just wouldn't go away. And I'm all right, okay, all right. I'll leave me alone. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. A to a day or two later, I realized had I not followed that prompting begrudgingly as I did, things would have been a lot worse than they turned out to be. And actually things have gotten so much better in that regard. Mm -hmm. Uh, So following one's intuition, that just seems to me like the, the, and and following one's intuition in the now, we're not talking about the future here either. Are we, We're, we're talking about right here, right now. And you yourself have been doing this for quite a number of years uh, and and you you grew up uh, you grew up as it says here in a poor USSR family. You were living in Russia at the time, I take it. Yes, that's correct. And I moved to the US ten years ago. One of the things that has always struck me, uh, uh, specifically when it came to the Cold War back many many years ago, was how we as citizens began to realize that. The people of the USSR, this is back then, were no different than us. They had the same hopes and dreams and aspirations. Uh, I take it your family in the time that you were living there, uh, you all had the same uh, desires to succeed, to, to, you know, to, to live the way you wanted to live. Is that correct? Well, everyone, every single person on this planet regardless of uh, where they grew up, which country they live, which uh, religion uh, they even follow or political views, all of all of us, every single person on the planet is looking for one thing for sure. And that thing is love. Mm. And many of us are looking for love in wrong places. We are looking for, for love somewhere in God that's somewhere there. Uh, in love from parents and in love from spouses, from kids. And there's nothing wrong with it unless uh, unless you are empty and don't love yourself. Then it's just uh, a wrong perception. True, infinite, and unconditional love starts from within. And from that place, 
you can radiate it outside and from that place uh just it, uh, the whole world radiates it back so of course no matter where uh you grow up you have the same core desire to find yourself first of all and from there success is m might be different for different people even in one country it's it's just people are different um but overall there's some one thing that uh unites all of us and that's love well i know that that it is something it is the one thing that we're all looking for our health is not um uh, minimized by that. I, I I think about this too. I'm I I'm personally going through a bit of a uh, a um, a health challenge, mm -hmm. and it's like, wait a minute. I thought I took care of this, you know, X number of days, weeks, months, years ago. I I thought that that this was I was done, and now all of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute. Uh, this is back again. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and I'm sitting here thinking, what 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 happened? What went wrong here? Mm -hmm. Because I haven't changed anything. I mean, I really haven't. But I found out that the mental state mm -hmm. can affect this particular health challenge. One hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. And I can certainly look back over the last, I'm going to say th three four months, which yeah. is when I noticed this change. Yeah. And I, I'm just sitting here going, okay, what do I need to do to turn this thing around? Mm -hmm. When you start talking to people about abundance, health is in there. Health is part of the abundance. Uh, and I'm going to tell you that that uh, one of the conditions is that I've got a, a bit of a a very tender left ankle. Mm -hmm. I don't know, and, you know, and it keeps moving around. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting here going. Hey, you're, you know, you're keeping me from going out for a walk, which I love to do. I love taking walks up and down our, our main street here in Santa Barbara, State Street. Mm -hmm. I can't do that right now because it hurts too much. And I went through this several years ago as well. Mm -hmm. So talk to us a little bit of how you work with people as a mentor and as an abundance mentor to help them to shift yeah. from that mindset that is causing the the dis-ease, the challenge mm -hmm. to letting go of that so that they can, using my example, go for the walk that they love to go on. Absolutely. Of course, everyone wants uh, to be healthy. Mm -hmm. uh, when something hurts, you can't fully enjoy, right? But uh, you were absolutely correct that uh, any physical disease comes from the mental state. And I would go even f further from uh, the energy field. But energy field is created by our thoughts, our attitude towards life, our internal state. Um, so first of all, um, I always say, you know, you need to go from both ways. You need to heal your physical body, do therapy, go to doctors, you know, do what you can do, but also think, and you're doing it as far as I, uh, I've heard from you. So it's a very uh, conscious way of, you know, taking it. Uh, and, and from another side, see for what it is. Why is it happening um, in my life? Because everything that happens in our lives, including uh, any physical disease, is there for us to align to our true nature. Any disease, any uh, misalignment is misalignment, first of all, from our true selves. And uh, for example, I will give you my own example and we can go to yours if you don't mind. I, it's it's really a, a great example to to discuss. So, for example, when um, even I I'd say like four uh, from three to uh, three years ago and backwards, for several years I had a pain in my knees, especially when I would go down the hill, and Every time I would stand up from the chair, from the sofa, you know, uh, I would 
it would crack. <laughs> mm. And it was a, a little embarrassing, especially when there is a room full of people, you know, it, I, I would crack all the time. Even if I just uh, walk, it can crack all of a sudden and so on and so forth. And I could feel I'm very physically active and I do lots of workouts, but I would feel my knees during workouts as well. Mm. And then uh, two and a half years ago, I changed my life completely. Um, I realized that I'm not living my true authentic path and I changed the place I, I live. I separated with my ex-husband. I uh, started to change my career towards helping people from the finance um, industry and so on and so forth. And the pain of the knees disappeared. And there was a moment when I realized why I was asking why this pain is happening, why? And most of the time when it slacks, the knees especially, and in your case, we'll, we'll talk about that as well. It's you're not following your true authentic path somewhere, somewhere. It, and you you might not see it in the moment. You're like, no, I'm, I live an amazing life. I'm married. I have a great house. You know, I have great career. But somewhere deep inside, inside something is not aligned. Because as soon as I started to follow my intuition more than before more than my mind that uh, rational mind that said oh everything is good on the paper what are you doing why would you want to change anything but following this intuition and truly um, doing it with trust and faith that heals everything following your true 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 desires your true soul path uh i'm I, I look many years younger than I am and nothing really hurts and so on and so forth. And uh, uh, this particular issue disappeared, disappeared. And I have several um, examples in my life, in, in life of my clients, in life of my friends, where you can notice this kind of connection. Any disease is misalignment with your true self. And there is... Um, uh, the science that's called psychosomatics that actually studies your emotional state relating to a physical state, physical disease. Mm. So in your case, well, if we go from energy and from spirituality, left ankle, left side is um, feminine, left side is feminine, ankle is again lack and it prevents you from walking somewhere you truly want and both of uh, both uh, men and women have both female and male energy inside right so uh female energy which is left side of the body is responsible for uh or not responsible it's like following more flow more being more receptive of life and somewhere even more intuitive and more reactive in a in a good way going from the impulse uh there is some actions in any way uh even from a female energy it's an active state but this active state more uh reactive in a way that you feel impulse you go from you go you go from that impulse into action, where masculine is more about plans, strategy, and the best way is obviously to use both and don't even separate, just you know, go in life when structure and chaos, when action and reaction are kind of twisted and depending on the situation on, on life, you don't even think about that, it just happens. You switch from one to another, and to and use them together simultaneously mm. as well as well. So maybe something there. And if you have any comments, any thoughts, you can share. I will in just a moment, but I want to let you folks know that uh, we're talking with Tatiana Flo. TatianaFlo.com is the website. We will be linked to her website. So you can go straight there and uh, find out more about the work that she is doing here on Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host. And uh, it is really a pleasure to have uh, Tatiana Flow with us. Again, that website, tatianaflow.com. And uh, yeah, I, I, um, 
uh, I can certainly relate to to all of that. Uh, and I've I, I've never been bashful about sharing uh, uh, about myself. My goodness, I've been making the comment over the years that if somebody were following me on these interviews over the last 44 years that I've been doing this, that uh, they could write my unauthorized biography because, uh, you know, God already knows everything about me, the divine. So what difference does it make if 8 billion people uh, know? And most of them don't care because they're too busy living their lives and doing what they're doing. So there you go. Uh, but uh, almost three years ago, I was mm -hmm. diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and I kicked it in a month and a half. I got mm -hmm. my A1C and my blood sugar down. Mm -hmm. But and and it's been fine and I've been checking I key I still have the monitor and I check it from time to time and it's it had been still normal but all of a sudden 3 months ago it started to go up and it's like well, what's going on here? I haven't from the time that I was diagnosed I made some subtle changes. I got rid of sodas and so forth and I haven't had one since. Uh, and so on and so on. Then I did some more research and I found out that it isn't just your your intake in terms of uh, 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 food and water or liquids, if you will. Stress can also raise one's blood sugar. And I mm -hmm. thought, stress? Well, what the heck? And then I started going down the list of the things that could be stressing me. And I'm going, oh, all right, so how am I going to release this stress? And I could give you the laundry list of the, th the things that have happened over the last, not just three months, but a year. I mentioned my late sister. She passed away a year ago, March, and my father this past March. And then there have been some other things that have been going on as well. And uh, so, <clears throat> you know, I look at all of those and I'm going, okay, those are the challenges in my life. So now, what in the Sam Hill do I do? Uh, because these things have happened. So I need to release that. How do you work with people to, you know, we talked just a little while ago about changing the mindset. And it sounds to me like that's exactly what I need to do is, you know, some people might listen to these programs over the years and then you hear me talking now and going, well, what is your problem? Richard, you interview all these people, man, you should be, you should be just healthy, wealthy, and wise and all of those good things. Like, uh, no, I'm just like you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I am, uh, I am subject to the same, uh, the same, um, challenges I like to call them. So let's talk a little bit, not, yeah, maybe if you want specifically fine, but, um, let's talk a little bit about this process, uh, of, of de-stressing oneself so as we can release that energy and, start feeling physically feeling as well as mentally emotionally and spiritually uh better healthier stronger etc cetera, etc cetera. well i feel that many of us and i was as well prior i found how to live a different quality of life um we most of us are conditioned to escape pain to run away from pain whether it's emotional or physical and physical is a continuation of emotional always so for example when some traumatic events are happening in our life we're losing other loved ones i lost my mom in february this year as well uh we um, uh, um i don't know some kind of crisis is happening even less uh, may, maybe less major, like, you know, you're losing a job or something happens, whatever it, it is, um, instead of properly living through all your feelings, because it's just a part of your journey, part of life, many people uh, just run away from it. Um, they resist that, to live through that, because it's not you know, it's not easy. It takes lots of strength to sit down or lay down whatever you do and face what you fe truly feel, especially when it's pain. Uh, and I say that pain is actually a natural part of life. There's nothing wrong with feeling pain. You cut finger, you experience pain. 
uh, something happens in your life, you might experience it. And running away from it is not an answer because exactly that stores unlived properly emotions in your body. And that uh, uh, storage becomes blockage first and th uh, that disconnects you from your true nature and then it might become a physical disease. So what I suggest is uh, to, first of all, when you experience pain, and I, I do that now, uh, just to create a safe space for yourself, not uh, uh, maybe with some guide, maybe by yourself, depending on, you know, how well you can take it. I, I can do it by myself already and I can guide others to mm -hmm. do, to do it in a safe place and just live through, through what you feel with gratitude. And then the next ste step, uh, or uh, seeing the big picture that you live through that for some reason, Every experience happens for you to align yourself back to your true nature and again and again. So uh, by living through that with gratitude, you ask, okay, why? Why is it happening for you? And the answer starts, maybe, maybe it takes time, but the answers start uh, unfolding for you. Always, 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 when you look at it, not, oh, why is it happening to me? No, I don't want that. Instead of that, being con conscious, uh, giving your body a chance to live through these feelings because we came to earth to experience different emotions and through mm -hmm. different situations in our life and through different emotions, we actually evolve. And when we can't evolve consciously, uh, often we attract crisis in our life and that makes us evolve. But there's always a different way to look at any crisis. For example, the way I lived through my mom's death was very different from how uh, many people live through the death of the loved ones. Mm -hmm. um, my mom has an Alzheimer for 12 years mm -hmm. and five years ago, she stopped recognizing me. And back then it was really painful because I didn't, I wasn't yet on, on the place I am now. Um, and um, I didn't know exactly how to take it, but that pushed me to my spiritual journey and pushed me to find the ways to communicate with her in differently not in the spiritual realm because in this in the physical world i couldn't anymore and that journey continued and this uh, this year in the beginning of this year when she passed away it was richard it was beautiful mm. it was a beautiful event because i could see beyond just what many people see just death i could see the beauty of death because death and birth are very uh, um, similarly similarly important, equally important points in our life. Mm. Uh, and uh, beyond that is just it's multi-dimensional and it's difficult to say with words, uh, explain with words what's there. But I saw that and I experienced that and that gave me so much knowledge and power in a good way to help people even more to live through any traumatic events, even uh, with the loved ones, with the losing loved ones, because I lived through, through that. I found the way to live through that without pain and finding a beauty in even that event, true beauty, because I was like, so why what's beyond why i want to see it and i saw it um so my message here is any event that we assign as traumatic or as crisis our mind assigned it as such there's no good or bad in reality there just is and the way you, you it's in your power by evolving and looking uh, towards that direction and finding the good masters and good uh, guides 
to help you on your authentic path, there is a way to see different events from different perspectives. It doesn't mean that you never will experience pain. Again, it's a part of life, but how you live through that and what you see beyond is, uh, is the something that creates a completely different quality of life and can open a completely new world for you in mm. a good way much more abundance. <laughs> well, that's that's what, you know, I am shooting for is much more abundance. Uh, more so right now in my health uh, than anything else, uh, because uh, I'll tell you what, if I'm not able to run around and do the things I want to do physically, I don't care how much money I've got in the bank account. I, I'm Absolutely. still hurting and I don't I don't want to hurt no more. Um, and 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 the thing is, is this thing is ha- hung on now for a, a couple of weeks. Uh, and I know how dangerous high blood sugar can be. I, I'm quite familiar from the standpoint of uh, what I learned uh, almost three years ago in doing my research after being diagnosed. I remember my doctor telling me, Richard, it's going to be a long journey, a long journey. Told me about this one patient who took him six months to get his A1C down and his uh, you know, uh, glucose down and so forth. And I I basically said, no, no, it's not because I know how I got here. And back then it was because of the pandemic and everybody went to comfort foods, which are loaded with sugar and carbs uh, on top of I was drinking sodas. So got rid of the sodas, uh, shifted back to a more uh, nutritious, uh, you know, protein focused diet. I was done. I, you know, I had it down in a month and a half, uh, you know, a half. Uh, yeah, a month and a half. And um, and then yeah, it's very Again, it's amazing what you've done. Uh, first of all, of course, you need to watch your diet. You need to watch your exercises you're doing and so on and so forth. Yeah. And then again, from another side, uh, how you can speed up the process of recovering from the disease, both first physical support. And from another side, every day seeing yourself healthy, and being grateful for that, mm-hmm. like truly uh, visualizing yourself healthy and be- being grateful for that and send love to the places where, you know, the disease is. I promise you, you will speed up the process this way as well, because a lot of it is a mindset. Yeah, I will do that. Tatiana Flow, my guest, TatianaFlow.com is the website. And you're listening to Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host with uh, Tatiana Flo, and we're talking about all different types of abundance. Uh, you can you can use the word prosperity if you want. That's fine, but it's it's. Uh, I think this is one of the uh, the the misnomers that that I came to understand. And again, I'm going back now to the uh, mid 1980s when I was working at that time for a uh, Christian radio station. And the people that I would bring in, the people that I would hire, I was the operations manager and we would need uh, new people every so often because folks would decide, hey, I want to go off and do something else. And so we'd bring people in and we'd tell them what the job description was. And a few weeks in, I'd say, okay, um, I need you while you're on your shift to clean the toilets. Mm -hmm. You guys don't pay me enough to clean the toilets. Uh, I'm sorry, but that was in the job description when you were hired. I would really appreciate it if you would clean the toilets because we all are using them out here. And we were out in the middle of nowhere where at the transmitter site. So we were the cleaning crew. And a lot of people of that mentality and even my boss lived by the law of diminishing returns. In other words, don't put out any more than you expect to get back. And I just, I thought, I, I can't live like that. And I was doing interviews back then. And I started using that model or those models to sort of look at uh, what I was going through. And of course I was making a minimum wage at the time. Mm-hmm. And I began to realize, oh, wait a minute, hold on, stop. You're you are being, you are experiencing prosperity here. Number one, you're being, you've been given the opportunity to do these interviews. Number two, you're making these contacts. And I've even had some of the folks that I interviewed way back then on this program. Uh, you're getting the materials, whether it was a musician I was interviewing, I'd get a CD back then, or I'd get a book sent out to me, et cetera, et cetera. 
then the next thing was the experience in terms of operating the equipment, different equipment and so forth. And I began to realize I'm being compensated by the universe. I don't need to be asking for more. Now, a lot of people would say, well, but Richard, you're, you're being underpaid. I said, that is my choice to be, as you put it, underpaid. But here I am at the age of 63. I'm still here. I'm, I made it. I survived, so to speak, you know. Mm -hmm. That attitude does not exist much at all in our, our business world, let alone just in life in general, does it? Yeah, and uh, it's amazing that you, you just have it in you and it's possible to develop, definitely. And that's something I also do for my clients because one thing is with energy work to bring them to another state of being. But another thing is to maintain and support that state of freedom, authenticity, abundance in every situation of your, of your life and life will flow. Uh, some, you know, sometimes you will have lots of money on your account. Sometimes you won't. Sometimes you have uh, abundance of health and some, sometimes something happens. So how you handle every single situation in your life is matters how the percept, uh, perspective you see mm -hmm. every situation in your life, the glass half full or half empty, right? And when you find, uh, you know, a positive side and being grateful for that, everything else also works out. And more, more than anything, it's just your, you just have more joy in life. And we're here to enjoy it at the end of the day, all experiences we have. So that's very conscious of you. Tatiana Flo is my guest. I'm Richard Dugan, and this is Tell Me Your Story. We are talking about abundance. We are talking about talking with an abundance mentor. You have done, uh, Tatiana Flo, you have done a lot of research, if you will, or study. I, maybe that's a better word for it in your lifetime. Uh, and I, I, I'm almost, I'm looking at it going, she's kind of studied a lot of the same stuff I have. We have mm -hmm. shared that, that research or study uh, habit, if you will, of a wide variety of what I like to call philosophies mm -hmm. around the world. Mm -hmm. And obviously we can certainly both uh, agree that there's a, a common thread that runs through them all. Yes. At the same time, there are elements of each one of these different philosophies that we can incorporate not only into our lives, but that you have probably incorporated into the way that you facilitate your, do I use the right word, clients? Sessions with my clients, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about some of the areas that you have uh, um, studied over the years that have have made the most impact on you yeah. that have changed not only you, but have changed the way in which you work in those sessions with your clients. Yeah. Great question, uh, Richard. So from the very early age, I remember myself like from 14 years old, I remember myself reading books on psychoanalysis, Freud, Jung, Carl Jung, like really heavy books and i was like diving into that um i was uh, uh into religions just studying different religions not only uh christianity um i was studying esoterics and uh like from the, i remember that from very uh, mythology and so on and so forth from a very early age and at some point uh closer to 20 i realized that i i don't understand yet how to apply it into day-to-day -day life like i have lots of knowledge but I, I just don't understand yet it was a little you know not there and i was a little here <laughs> and uh i went after that i kept studying and uh, reading and following different getting education in psychology uh in nlp uh, positive thinking and so on and so forth and started to apply that and that started to help me 
to actually apply. I was always eager to apply what I learned into my life. So that was helpful. And that actually by applying uh, positive thinking, psychology, some meditations, some techniques, practices into my life, I was able to build a very, uh, what many people would call successful life, uh, American dream, if you wish, uh, and so on and so forth. And at the same time, at some point, I realized that something is missing. And I did the ceremony, uh, medicine ceremony with ayahuasca. And then all that knowledge that I was studying as a kid almost, right, at, at this age started to unfold completely differently for me. Mm. Uh, it started to just uh, through experience because all answers are the same uh, at, at the end of the day, all answers are inside. And that's why I started to find more, more and more answers on um, less even, uh, it's, it's a combination of everything I learned, but it's even deeper, deeper uh, than that on just the whole creation, answers on the whole creation, on life itself, on why we are here, on God or universe, source, uh, absolute, whatever you call it, it's one. And the knowledge that came to me, I, I continued my path with the medicine, with energy work, with breath works, with more practices and meditations and so on and so forth. It's a combination of and gaining more and more knowledge in that area as well it's a combination of things i've done just studying researching uh looking for deeply for answers um at the end, at the end of the day as a culmination of that i lived through what many call oneness or enlightenment uh and it was the summer of last year when you become one with the whole world and you remember you are the only one you are the creator you have the god within and you created it all just for joy for self-exploration exploration and evolution this big consciousness god universe again absolute whatever you call it created it to self-explore, evolve, and you are it. And every single person is at the end of the day. And um, I just uh, came across the great citation uh, recently. You are not a drop in the ocean. You are an ocean in the drop. And uh, only by living through that state, mm -hmm. you can truly get it. No matter how many books I read before, of course it helped. But only through experience, it really landed in me, within me, in my life. Um, so, and then the next step would be, was for me, okay, so I lived through that. What's next? How can I, again, apply it in my material life? And I, I found it. I found a way to apply it. And to uh, I realized that... Uh, I, I was also, what's next? Okay, so I lived through the culmination. What's next? And next is reliving it over and over again from different perspectives. And by now, I relived it many times already. And when every time I work with my clients and they live through that state, and that's what happens in my sessions, uh, I relive it with them as well. That's why I love so much what I do. It's it's just a pure magic when you really remember um, who you are, truly are. It is extraordinary. Yes, indeed. When we begin to realize that, I'm not sure that I'm there. Although I can tell you that my 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 deep feeling about self, I am. I am right where I need to be right now in Absolutely. this particular moment. I don't need to be anywhere else. I don't need anything else right now in this particular moment. I don't need uh, seven digits uh, before the decimal point in my bank account right now. Okay. Uh, or, or a plate of food or, you know, whatever you want to put out there. And I think that that's a, a bit of a trap. And one of the things that kind of dawned on me as you were sharing there was 
Oh, my goodness. Back in the 80s, I went through a personal growth program called LifeSpring. It was an outgrowth of uh, another program called EST that got a lot of a lot of heat to back then. But mm-hmm. LifeSpring I went through and uh, learned a lot about myself. But one of the things that was so fascinating about the evolution or progression over the subsequent decades we in that in the 80s in particular we were in a state of victimhood it was always somebody else's fault that we were where we were hmm. and i loved what uh in the 90s i was going through another program with my uh first wife and we were sitting there and of course you could hear sort of the grumblings the very first night and uh the facilitator comes in and says yeah i hear some grumblings here there's some of you don't want to be here Well, let me enlighten you. You do want to be here. Because if you weren't here, you'd be somewhere else that you wanted to be. But guess what? You're here. Ergo, you want to be here. So let us move forward. And they, and of course they did. And I thought, yeah, that is absolutely true. If you're in a horrible job and, you know, and so on and so forth, it's not the boss's fault. Mm -hmm. And it's not even your fault. It's, are you willing to take responsibility? There we go. Yes. Yeah. Which back in the 80s, when I was working for the Christian radio station, was another one of those dirty words the FCC didn't want you to say on Christian radio, because it was either God or the devil. And I just, I'm thinking, so basically I'm a puppet on a string being manipulated by forces I don't understand. I'm sorry, I, I don't accept that scenario. Uh, because if that's the case, then I don't have free will. Uh, I, I'm not making choices in my life because, again, I'm being manipulated. And there are those today who say that we're being manipulated by this group, that group, the media, the advertising agencies, et cetera, et cetera. Social media is a manip- If you turned it off, you wouldn't be manipulated. <laughs> there we go. Yes. Yeah. It's your choice whether you read the news or not. It's your choice whether you're on social media or not. It's your choice whether you're on the, doing this job or, or otherwise. Absolutely. Yeah. And taking responsibility is the first step to find your true self. First step. Because yeah. only understanding that every single situation in your life, you and on, only you created it as a creator for yourself to to uh, evolve to find some answers everyone is looking deeply looking for the same thing again mm-hmm. same. yeah and uh, by taking responsibility you'll find it much quicker tatiana flo is my guest and uh, we are here on tell me your story tatianaflow.com is the website we certainly hope that you will Uh, Do your own investigation, your own research into the work that she is doing by going to her website. Uh, um, Were you, uh, I I don't know that this is necessarily uh, across the board, because obviously I've never lived in Russia, never even been. The closest I've been to Russia is Ireland, okay, or England. That's the closest I've been. (laughs) I was born and raised in the Catholic faith. Where? How were you born? In, what? How? What were you born and raised in? Uh, Christianity. Okay. Uh, so there's. Uh, uh, sorry, I forgot the word Catholic. And um, what's the word in English? The second. Oh, the, there's Catholic and Protestant. Is that what you're referring to? And the third. Uh, <laughs> well, there's all kinds of different sects. There's Presbyterian, it's Lutheran. Not a sect. It's a religion, but I just forgot the word in English. I'm sorry. One second. Orthodox. Orthodox, thank you. Orthodox, okay. Yeah. Uh, So that's uh, the religion I was born into. But I always say that I am beyond any religions. And I lived through, in one of my practices, I lived through, uh, let's say, enlightenment of Buddha and Jesus Christ. I saw how they were talking about absolutely the same thing because the the uh, fundamental truth is one but then by trying to explain that fundamental truth to other people uh 
that was kind of distorted with the perception of other mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. and then started to be used in uh, politics as well and started to be used as manipulation, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But the, the very core of it, the very truth of it is the same for all of us. It's exactly what everyone is looking for. One of my guests, Lion Goodman, talks about that uh, in that uh, it, it actually shed some interesting light on our paradox here in this country specifically, but I know that it exists elsewhere. And that is that when you start to talk about quote unquote truths or facts or however you want to phrase it, each person is viewing that circumstance that event if you will through their filters and and as has been stated as as a kid growing up i learned this that you could have 10 people watch an automobile accident and then you start taking the reports from each of them the the, the eyewitness eyewitness testimony mm -hmm. and each one of them is going to give you a different report It'll be similar in certain areas, but overall, because they are filtering it through their own experiences, their own beliefs. And, and what this did, uh, and, and, and you've stated it a number of times, is it, it basically was telling people, of course, we have differences in beliefs in thoughts and ideas, in perceptions of what we like to call facts. Mm -hmm. Ergo, in a manner of speaking, it is going to be very difficult to get a majority of people to agree on what it is. The sky is blue. Well, that's not how I see it. This person may be colorblind, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Or they may uh, put a, a twist on it. Well, it's Azure blue or it's cobalt blue and so on and so forth mm -hmm. and it sort of takes the sting out of this paradox that we find ourselves here in this country uh, of polarization and it mm -hmm. isn't really that the country is polarized it's that the mindset of the individuals is polarized which is different that's absolutely true and i say that there's so much beauty in those differences. Imagine, Richard, if every single person would be the same, like robots, absolutely. How boring life would mm -hmm, be. Mm -hmm. Exactly in these differences, in differences of perceptions and in duality of this war, world where we sep still separate good from bad and uh, uh, joy from pain, exactly in this duality and in this uh, multiple perception world that's where uh the beauty is and that's uh, where the core of evolution is but again they're very uh on the highest uh plane there's one truth one truth mm -hmm. and then from there the many perception on life and on that truth as well yeah i heard and someone I say the other day there are abs there are no absolute truths and the response uh, from the listener was oh well, no, wait a minute you're saying there are no absolute truths but you are making a statement <laughs> of absoluteness so <laughs> which is it are there or aren't there uh <laughs> and i find that fascinating that that uh, sometimes, you know, when I'm when I'm uh, uh, talking here and we get into certain subjects and I I see a a, a paradox, a catch 22, uh, something that just doesn't make sense to me. And like you, I've studied uh, quite a number of different philosophies and and the ones that I'm able to latch on to in terms of making sense of are the ones that aren't proselytizing they aren't trying to jam it down my throat when i was working for the christian radio station well it was the latter and a lot of the answers to my questions didn't make any sense 
And so I began going off and, and I, I used to say that if they were to brand a big old H on my forehead as a heretic, I'd wear it proudly because um, this is one of the other things that I find so interesting. I mean, this was a humorous look at this in terms of different faiths, uh, but um, apparently uh, two religions in particular, two philosophies have a problem with hats. Okay. In the Catholic faith, um, they, uh, men are supposed to take their hats off when they enter the church, but women can leave them on. But in the Jewish faith, men wear hats. That's a yarmulke. And women are not supposed to wear hats. It's like, well, wait a minute. What's this? What is this uh, uh, preoccupation with hats? And I know that there are some deeper meanings there. I'm, I'm not, I'm just, I'm being a little facetious here. Uh, but it's one of those things that, that I look at and I'm going, could you uh, take a look at that and um, uh, come back to me and explain to me why, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's, it's fascinating. But at the same time, it is sort of um, what we might call the minutia that's really irrelevant because of what you've been talking about in terms of why we're here. And I know people have referred to this as a schoolhouse, this earth. But I'm hearing more and more, no one's saying that. No one's using that term anymore. They're basically saying we're here to experience joy. You said that earlier, right? Yes. Life, uh, the purpose of life is life itself. Mm. And the beauty of life in differences where we were talking about, it's a dance of different seasons, different, uh, the moon and the sun, different human emotions, different human perceptions and so on and so forth and when you see the beauty of it you just let it be you don't you don't have to change the world just change yourself if you're mm. not happy change yourself towards joy and through that the world already start changing for you mm. so it's your choice how you take it and that's what this program is all about, giving people choices and knowledge of those choices to help make their dreams come true. We're talking Excellent. with Tatiana Flo. I want to know, uh, before we uh, pause here, uh, um, is Flo your given last name or did you choose that? I chose that as a stage name and I just love flow. You know, it's uh, not necessarily just taking everything as is it. It's only a part of it, but it, the flow is actually, it actually happens on the uh, kind of between surrender and discipline mm -hmm. both and between action and reaction both. So when you allow life to flow through you, but you also know how to um, navigate it and how to focus your energy on something you truly want and through that you get to your dreams you get to whatever your soul truly wants and desires in material world but with more ease with more joy and uh, by just following your authentic path rather than pushing it through and making it happen regardless how you truly feel you know i've done that too now i'm flowing through life with uh always checking with myself with my intuition and it's about how i react to every single situation in my life and how i create every single situation in my life very um consciously and in full awareness living through each moment do you consider yourself, um, well, I already know that you consider yourself special and unique in a very, very deep way, but there are people who, um, for example, in this country, they think of themselves as special and unique because they're Americans. And mm -hmm. I'm going to say North Americans. Mm -hmm. Um do you do you look at that at all in terms of your nationality? Does that have anything to do Absolutely. with who you are? I always say it's not about nationality. It's about personality. 
Mm. And when people say, oh, all Americans, all, all Russians, all French, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. <laughs> it's, so not, it's already so distorted from the truth because there are so many French people, so many American people, so many Russian people, again, with different perceptions, with different uh, views on life, different desires, different values. You need to look at the person. And I always say I'm a cosmopolitan. I'm a citizen of the world and I stick to it. And you, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but there is uh, a way for you to, and I'm working on this myself, get yourself a world passport. Not all countries acknowledge it, but there are some that do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would, that's a great I would, way. I would, I would, I'd love to get one myself. I'm working on that. I didn't know about that. Tell Go me ahead. more about the world passport. How do you get it? I will uh, I will look up that information and send it to you. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to do that. Yeah. It's very fascinating. Tatiana Flo is my guest, and you are listening to Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and uh, TatianaFlo.com is the website to uh, uh, get more information about our very special guest here on the program. And today she's coming to us, if I'm correct, you said you were coming to us all the way from France. Correct. And, I uh, between Miami and south of France here for the season and in wintertime in Miami. I love the combination of both. And I have uh, Russian citizenship and the U.S. citizenship and traveled to 63 different countries. So I'm definitely a citizen of the world. I'd love to have that passport. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I will get you that information because uh, uh, it is it is something that, uh, I, I mean, I'm fascinated by the story. Matter of fact, I'll send you the link to the website. Uh, there's a video there, a documentary that was done about the gentleman who is passport number one. And uh, fascinating story indeed. Your story is rather fascinating as well. Uh, and I guess uh, you could say it was from rags to riches, uh, but that's not what your goal was. It's just sort of what happened in the material world as you began to work on yourself, isn't it? Uh, it's both. I mm -hmm. don't separate. I don't separate uh, material and spiritual. I feel that... If it just if you have only material goals and uh, seek only for let's say financial prosperity, then you might miss just this fulfillment, internal fulfillment in life. And I know many people like that. Uh, if you're only spiritual, denying material world and saying, "Oh, only internal beauty matters," then uh, you, it's also a distortion. And I met people like that too, and they have might have problems with money, problems with health because they deny, they might deny their body and so on and so forth. So what I say, material and spiritual is one. And for me, material abundance in all spheres comes from spiritual abundance and fulfillment. And then it's uh, the quality of life that I would just really be happy if everyone could have because I, I really enjoy it and there's lots of happiness and joy in it, truly. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. I do have three final questions that I would like to ask you that I ask all of my guests at the end of our program. And I thank you so much for giving us this time to uh, to learn more about Tatiana Flo. Of course. Before I ask those three questions, though, I want to thank you for listening to and watching Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World, where we are giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. We are here on Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m., and Wednesdays at 9 a.m. That's our special edition of Tell Me Your Story. Uh, we uh, also uh, podcast at uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music and many other locations. We're also we're also on YouTube where you can watch these interviews. I hope you'll select notifications so that when a new conversation is posted, you'll be notified and you can listen to it or watch it, whichever the case may be. Uh, we also ask that if you can support the work that we are doing here financially, we would greatly appreciate that too. We have a PayPal account. It's there for your security as well as ours. And when you do go to PayPal to send us that support, which we are very, very grateful for, uh, they'll ask you for an email address to whom to send. And it's Richard at 
richarddugan.com. That's richard at richarddugan.com. And again, we ask that you participate in the decade of perfect vision, the 2020s, where we ask you to spend some time going within and listening to that still small voice. And with that, we move on to our final three questions for our very special guest. And of those uh, three, the first is, who is Tatiana Flo? Mm. <laughs> the whole universe inside. <laughs> what is your life's purpose? My life purpose is to enjoy life and uh, show people how they can truly enjoy life and be free and authentic and getting anything they want in life with joy and ease. And finally, what was your best day? Mm, what was my best day? I had so many of them. <laughs> I have to separate. <laughs> well, um, Really, so many of them. Every day is really special. Every day is special. Every day is an eternity. Every day is a life. Uh, and even when I don't feel well, it's still a day that which is precious. And I, you know, if I need to, uh, because at this day I don't feel well and I need to lay down, it's okay. I still feel life inside me. Another day when I'm full of joy, full of energy uh, and active, beautiful day too. Every day is special. Every day is beautiful. Well, Tatiana Flo, again, thank you so much for sharing this time with us. And we look forward to having you back to discuss the work that you are doing and helping people to experience that abundance in life in all its forms. Thank you again. Thank you so much, Richard. And I thank you for listening to and watching Tell Me Your Story. New paradigms for a new world, and we are giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. And until our next broadcast, podcast, videocast, love to lol, Jeanette, I'm still listening, and Dad, be happy. <laughs>